Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Rook.co.uk and Altius Images. I'm your host, Todd Dudley, and I'm joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Rook.co.uk and my co-host, Steve Smith. Steve, we are back, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's been a, been a few weeks, but it's it, good to be back. It has indeed. Yeah, we've had a, had a bit of time away. So thank you, uh, thank you all listeners for your patience. We are, we are back. Um, in exciting news, the reason we've been away... It's primarily because I've uh, I've been moving up north, up to your homeland, mate, which has been good fun. So I'm up in, I'm bizarrely, sure. I'm up in Newcastle and you're down in the Midlands, which is weird. I, mean, I feel like you've got the better end of the deal here. I definitely it's have. Really it's looking beautiful. Yeah, sat here with a beautiful northern tan, having been to the beach about five times in the last week. So yeah, loving life, loving life. The, oh, nor- yeah. the north is not what I was expecting. You've been to Whitley Bear? Uh, well, just around the corner, mate, time out a couple of times, you know. Oh, I yeah, Go on. but actually, went went to a, a lovely spot just up from um, just up from Bamber Castle for those in the know. Uh, went there, went there at the weekend, and like had like an unbelievable beach to ourselves, pretty much. So, so yeah, there's some good spots up here, I think. Oh man, ever ever just like between Annick and Bamber, it's just like the golden area. It's we don't want to tell the country about it too much, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking like, how is this? How is this a secret? Like, what are the Northumberland Tourism Board doing? And then I thought, actually, we don't want anyone else to know. We want to keep it a secret. You don't want to like when you go down to Torquay and it's just like absolutely mental. Exactly, and down like all the way down to like Fishdrill in Cornwall or whatever. People know about those places, but but not the uh, the hidden gems up here. So yeah, very very happy up here, and hopefully you might be joining me again soon. Who knows. Fingers crossed. But in the interim, we've had a we've had a shit ton of rugby that we've uh, that we've missed out on. But but now the the real things here. The Lions are underway. First test at the weekend. Um, I assume you saw it. Let's do, let's jump straight in. What did you think? Close game, wasn't it? It was one of them where you think we won and we're buzzing. But the same team could have easily lost. Kind yeah. of one of those strange games where. You think the game is determined on the results, probably not the performance. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What? Couple, definitely very, very close, and a couple of like refereeing decisions which could have made it gone any other way. Uh, obviously, old Jonker had to get involved uh, despite the controversy in the le- in the week leading up. How did you think he handled the the big calls? Yeah. You happy with the calls? There, didn't he? I think as soon as. I'm happy with the calls. I think this this fake Twitter account's been hilarious, hasn't it? Is it not real? I think it must. Everyone's saying it's him. It must be. It's got. To be. It's got to be, hasn't it? But he is like fully, fully calling him out. I love it. It's brilliant. It's just one of them where I think they're all fifty fifties. Most of them, yeah. apart from the Hamish Watson one, which could have been a yellow card. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, no comment from me. No, I think I, and if Gatlin, I, think I agree. Gatlin's won the mind games because he's the better at the mind games. Razi should just stop tweeting and start messing with Gatlin instead. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I completely yeah. Gats is Gats is definitely winning the mind games department for now, but but yeah, I think I think the refereeing calls were pretty spot on, to be honest. I don't have too many complaints. Um I actually think if anything, I feel like the, the Springboks should be Jones to do their press conferences just to mess with that. <laughs> that would be not actually do any coaching or anything, but yeah. just sit in. Just their press secretary. Yeah, just talk. Just 
talk shit at them. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, but but a very very good win for the Lions. Obviously, always very nice to win your first test. Um, I think there's only been a couple of times in the last in the last few tours where if you haven't won your first test, you've gone on to win the series. So a big big stake in the ground for the for the Lions. Uh, who who impressed you, mate? Anyone impress you? Anyone underwhelm? What did you think? I think like most people, everyone was a little bit underwhelmed by Elliot Daly. But I thought I thought you know he stood up and he was counted towards the end of the game which I don't think he got a lot of credit for in terms of his defensive performance. In terms of impressed, I think, I thought Jack Conan actually did really well at it. I had a yeah. few reservations about him starting the game. I thought he was great. Yeah. It's just, it was one of those games, like, Courtney Laws has been, like, held up as, like, a new superhero, and it's like, he probably played well for, like, 15 minutes of the game, and yeah. that's all he needed. That, that's fair enough, but... Everyone in the player ratings probably had him down as a six and turned it upside down to a nine after 15 yeah. minutes of play, yeah. which is fair enough. Yeah. But I thought Mario Toji was man of the match for me. What a, what a sublime performance. He's just, and he, he is different. He's, he's the best player in the world. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, he's absolutely and different. I mean, he got, I know, and like the Lions, were, we'll go into it in a bit more detail, I'm sure, but the Lions were pretty underwhelming in the first half. And the first thing Marrow tried to do, and he, he just got absolutely melted by Etzebeth. And I was like, oh, God, that's, that is not a good start. But the way he responded, mate, and then for the rest of the game, he was just on a different planet to everyone else. It was ridic- absolutely ridiculous. I think the one problem is it's sort of like a lot of people were saying that we won by being fitter than them rather than playing better than them. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. If we only managed to win the game when they tired. And it's not like we went and won the game aggressively. We only still just edged it. Yeah, yeah. And Barrow managed to take 45 minutes to take a kick somehow. Yes, yeah, yeah. Even though there's a clear rule saying that you can't do that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, what's the point? That's what I am. But, but, you know, the, I agree for what it's worth that I do think fitness played a huge part. But, that, but it's going to play a huge part over the next couple of weeks as well. They're not going to get that much fitter week to week here, really. I think... I think we we sort of saw the result of how little rugby they played. Well, in, in that case, do you not think that Catlin maybe should have just played more change, made more changes, brought in fresh players, and just outwork them? Uh, he could have easily done that. I think. Yeah, he could have done, and there's probably enough. There's probably enough players probably. in form, but also, I feel like he's managed and rotated the squad pretty well throughout the tour. So I don't think there's anyone that's played an alarming number of minutes, really. Um, no, you're right. Everyone's been. I think Josh, who's played the most? Probably like Josh Adams plays like that yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, and he's he basically been, as it turns out, he was cannon fodder. So he just did, he did a load of minutes against the the league sides, and then he's uh, not Mr. not getting a look at And then his hands. <laughs> mate, can can we just mention Chris Adams, mate? Chris, not Chris Adams. That's a different player. Chris Harris. How good. How good. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting his opportunity this weekend. Yeah, so for, for anyone that hasn't seen, the, the, the squad's, squad for this weekend's been announced. Just three changes. Uh, Price and Murray are swapping over for, for bench and starting. Uh, Mako is coming in to start, which I think is a great call because he was excellent off the bench. Um, and then the other one is Chris Harris is in um, with Elliot Daly out. Well, Elliot Daly drops to the bench. Um I love that. I think I think that's a great call. Daly did not do what he can do, unfortunately, at the weekend. 
Um, and just the nature of how we're clearly going to play, I think Harris is a great shout. Daly off the bench with a big boot, can fill, it, fill in a load of positions, but Henshaw and Harris, I'm all aboard it. I like it. I think the impressive thing for me was how we managed to stifle them so much. Like The only reason I know Chelsea and Colby was playing is because Mako picked them up. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. we get any ball in hand in that whole game. I'm not sure. I don't think he got any... I don't think he got any first or second phase ball. I think it was all third or fourth phase or or all or, or just like kick receipts, basically. Um but yeah, I just I th- I just think the lines, although we weren't great in the first half and didn't really play very well, I just thought we nullified South Africa's weapons really well. We were very good under under, under the high ball. We were very solid in the scrum, very good in the on our driving walls, especially in the second half. So without being outrageous, we we did all of the South African things better than they did. So it's pretty good, I thought. I feel like we're just going to build into this series and I think it could be 3-0, to be honest. I, I could see it. I could definitely see it. I mean, South Africa will get better, but I don't think they'll get fitter. And I do think that's a hu- that played a huge part in that second half. I think they were knackered. Well, especially with us doing all the training and stuff at greater altitude and then getting to play down in Cape Town on the, on the yeah. coast. Yeah, exactly. They've all been sat in their bedrooms playing FIFA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah the Lions lot are going to be in going to be in much much better shape. I was, uh, I was imp- and I, also, I think if we win the second one, I, that that just sets us up to win the last one. Yeah, you know, because I, I think what he what he said he'd do today if we won is he literally just play a different 15 and they'll be so motivated and South Africa will be just one to go home <laughs> yeah yeah and, and there's been a lot of chat about um, sort of the uncertain particularly in the back particularly sort of in the centres in the back three about maybe the uncertainty and that we're never actually quite sure who's going to play and all that stuff and I actually don't see that as a weakness I just think that's because there are a bunch of people that could do a really really good job um, yeah you know like if Hoggy wasn't around, then Liam Williams would be outstanding. If Van der Merwe wasn't around, then Josh Adams would be outstanding. Or whatever it is, I just think we've got a lot of people that could do a very good job. So, yeah, I'm with you, mate. Let's let's get let's get on the bandwagon. Three 0 Lions, I reckon. I think so. Or we'll lose this weekend, and that's probably the ideal scenario just to set up the the grand finale. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would be disappointed because I'm a Lions fan, and a, and a whitewash would be good fun, but also. The thought of a the thought of a f- third test with something to play for, and that's like my that's my birthday weekend as well. So that'd be good crack. So it w- oh, I wouldn't mind too much. What, when's your birthday? Ninth uh, of August. No one steal my identity, please. No, oh, it's stolen already. So yeah, a couple couple of days before, a couple of days after the test, which is uh, which would be good fun. I'm pretty glad that mine's the week after that, so it's no rugby on. Oh, you're in August, man, as well, are you? August 17th, oh, Seventeen. Look at us. Look at us. We probably should have worked that out by now, but oh well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I thought Van der Merwe was very good, mate. I want to give him a shout because he didn't get the opportunity to do what we know he can do. But I thought he was uber physical, as you'd expect. But I just thought he dealt with dealt with Colby really well. Defended super, super well. Was great under the under the high ball. Didn't always catch it clean, but always disrupted and managed to managed to make sure Colby couldn't catch it clean, which is which is key. Um, so I'm glad he's been been kept on because I thought he was very good. I thought him and Watson were both good. Yeah, nice. Watson was more of the 
the threat on the day, but like you say, Van der Merwe did so much good work yeah. across the across the park. Yeah, very much so. Um, we've mentioned Marrow. We should probably mention his uh, his locking partner, uh, Alan the Undertaker, Win Jones, or Alan Win the Undertaker Jones, whichever way around it is. What a comeback! He's back. Oh my god. Yeah, and he, he put in a very good performance as well. You know, absolute shift. Most tackles in the circumstances. Yeah, he was. You must he be hating your life if you're Ian Anderson because he's been playing so well and then just sort of. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's back. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I bet Conor Murray thought that a little bit because you know he was named captain, captain when when Jones went away, and then. Uh, then was dropped to the bench for the first the test, team. but, but he's, he's back in back in this week, which I think is the right call. I think it feels like the Ben Youngs Danny Kerr dynamic, doesn't it? With Ali yeah. Price adding the the tempo late in the game, yeah. I think Gatlin's probably seen. Well, that's when we're going to win the game, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Save him for that period. Yeah, I do feel bad that I just feel like I would want one of Reece Samet or Adams on the bench, but you just this is not enough room anymore. There's not. There's not. It's it. it yeah, I, I would. I would like resamit just just because he's just out and out of gas. But but yeah, I mean, where who who are you going to drop for him? You can't really, can you? Uh, well, I think the repl- the replacement laws in rugby are just backwards. I just think you'd be better off be having like more subs, but you can only make five. Like like the you know, like, like you could have like now. a whole position. Yeah, like oh, sorry? like the football was at the Euros. Just stick stick yeah. your whole squad on the bench, and then you can decide. Which is going to make the difference in on the day? More tactical, isn't it? Rather yeah. than just knowing everyone's going to come on. Yeah, or and just have it. And you can almost show what players people. are going to come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a, you know, you got you got to think that every team would benefit from having more options and versatility on the bench, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, and then you can just make. I don't know. This is. I think that would work better because I just I look at our bench and we have to pack it full of forwards and it just makes it a bit more. I don't know. I know we're just we're just not. But you've also to know that three of our, three of our front rowers. Well, but also two of them have got to be a scrum half and a fly off. So you are yeah. Jones. You could have Ben Curry. Well, yeah, true. But in general, but but you are yeah you are pretty limited really by what you can do. So no, I'd I'd agree with that. I think it would be fun to have. Just stick everyone on the bench, I reckon. Yeah, just have everyone and you can make five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then you never know who's going to come on. It would be a bit more mystique to Yeah. Me. Do you think, is this the team you'd have gone yeah, for? We're, we're fixing rugby again. We, all, we do that every week, mate. We, this should probably be the Let's Fix Rugby podcast, to be honest. But that can be, we'll a, that can be an offshoot. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's just like any of the decisions that I didn't quite agree with, like in terms of laws and you know what, in terms of laws and Conan has proved me wrong. But at the same time, it's like, are they a hundred percent ready to go again? Yeah. Only they know. So I don't know. Sometimes if you don't change a winning team enough, it can come back to bite you. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. I won't be scared of that team. I don't think to be honest. No, but I think I think South Africa are coming back in a big, big way this weekend. But I still think they'll just fall off in the last half an hour. Um, They're going to play like an Italy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. 
Sergio Parisa is the Springbok mascot. Well, speaking of num- number eight, they've made some changes too. Uh, and they've got Jasper Visa named at number eight this week. Well, it makes sense. They, they sort of, they sort of, you know, they look at the set piece as important and they sacrifice that. I like Kogara Smith, but you know, he's, He's only about 106 kilos. I think I think and I'm I'm genuinely bigger than him. Line. Not as what, sorry? I think I'm genuinely bigger than him. Not as dynamic, but yeah. But the issue the issue they last week is because um, Gatlin put laws in the back row. You get an extra 10 kilograms. Yeah. So then the Lions had a 20 kilogram advantage in the pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is which is big to be honest. Yeah. Because even when South Africa are winning the game, they weren't winning. Winning the that sort of area of the game where you would have expected. No, no. Interesting that, that their other two changes are both in the front row. So Kitsoff and Malherb are coming in to start rather than coming off the bench. Uh, which I think again, I thought they were being clever having on the bench. Yeah, the the old bomb squad thing. But I also thought they just brought them on too early. Like they weren't they weren't coming on to prop against tired props. They, they came on at half time. When the lads had just had a rest, weren't that tired anyway. So I, I found that a little bit strange, but but I do think that strengthens also, their, their arguably, scrum. Also, arguably, if you looked at our starting props uh, in Sutherland and then well, Sutherland, Furlong, and Calvin Dick, they're really really good front rowers. But I actually think that Mako, Ken, the sheriff. And Sinclair's probably a better scrummaging front row. Yeah. Yeah. Not better players, but a better scrummaging front row. So yeah. uh, they brought on their better scrummagers to go up against our better scrummagers yeah. who were actually even fresher because they came yeah. on a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, there's obviously been some question marks over Mako's scrummaging since the World Cup final, but I thought he was unbelievable. He was so, so solid, mate. Just solid as a rock. Just did exactly what he needed to do. He was so good. Yeah, that was sort of like his redemption, wasn't it? It, it, Two years in the making. Yeah, yeah. Not that he needed it because he's a wonderful player, but it's just, it was nice for him. Yes, yes, it was. And Um, Sinclair didn't get knocked out, so that went well. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Although, old Bigaroo had another HAA, didn't he? Which I think he's come through, but... I'm not quite sure. The the, the Lions are really playing with fire, aren't they, with the concussions? Like when they brought Cowan Dickey in. To play seven days after yeah. he literally was knocked out on the pitch. Well, yeah, that's the thing. At least, uh, at least, Biggers wasn't like completely sparked out like Cam Dickies was. But, but yeah, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see how he goes. I think that probably is why he's got fat. Like he, he wants that Farrell and Daly on the bench. I think just to have a bit more cover everywhere. Um. I think the the problem with this HIA thing is it's like oh, I could understand if it was kind of Wales and he's their number one choice, but it's like this is the Lions. You've got wonderful players yeah. there. You don't need to play him, really. You don't need him, no. especially. It just I just don't understand. I just it doesn't seem really right to, if you fail one. I think it should be like an automatic two weeks, two weeks off, shouldn't it? He get he gets a lot as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he had one just in May. Yeah. Can you remember when, um, with Northampton? 
And I read you had three and five months in 2020. And it's just like, yeah. it's not even as if it's someone who hasn't had one before. Yeah. yeah. Like, this guy's had them a lot. It's a, it's a little bit of a worry just from a from a welfare point of view, not, ju- not just like the Lions point of view, just from, yeah. from, you know, from his point of view, he does seem to pick up quite a lot. But hopefully he'll, hopefully he'll go okay. And they, they talk about, you know, like the little tests that they have to pass. But it's like, you know, when a bouncer asks you to do the alphabet backwards, you can sometimes pull it off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You might not be able to remember your name. A stop, a stop clock's right twice a day. You know, you might just get lucky. Exactly. I feel, uh, I feel well, a bit sorry for... Yeah, he probably will. He's that kind of bloke. So you're probably not wrong. I feel a bit sorry for, um, for Hamish Watson. Yeah, I thought I thought that as well. I didn't even sort of notice he wasn't on the bench because I just assumed he was. Yeah, if you know what I mean. He like he came on late. To be fair, his like his first carry was pretty crap, and then then probably should have got a yellow card. So he didn't probably didn't do what he's capable of. But I would like to see him have a bit more of a run out, really, because Falatao's been pretty underwhelming so far. He's obviously class, and I'm sure again, like bigger, I'm sure he'll pull it out of the bag, but. I don't know. I'd have liked to see a little bit more from uh, from Mish. Yeah, because I think well, obviously, with the interesting thing is if Curry goes down, isn't it? Because well, would Conan go to seven or would Falatao go to seven? Um, oh mate, you could, I think probably Falatao would go seven <laughs> or Burn or Toji or Laws or like yeah, it doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that was, I thought, one of the great things about that performance is sort of Atoja and Laws were both playing six and four. Yeah. So, interchanging. Yeah. Well, that was, that, that's like modern rugby, isn't it? That's the way it's going to be, like, players interchanging positions more. And that, and that, those two doing it must be one of the best combinations, like, ever. They're just, they're, they're yeah, a bit, a bit. They don't even know where the other one is. And the reason they, like, they're, they were both the best players on the pitch is because they were sort of working in tandem yeah. and always knew where they'd be. Yeah. And and because of that, the South African defence never knew where they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Laws is proper there, mate. He's played, he just played no rugby this year and then he's just come, comes in for the Lions tour, starts the first test, gets man of the match. Well, I told you he was probably man of the match, but it gets, plays unbelievably well, for, like you say, for only 15, 20 minutes. But, but that, that was a big period of dominance for the Lions. So we needed him to play well then and, and he did. Not, not, not to, you know, write, write Courtney off as well. This could be his last major rugby outing. Yeah. This tour. Yeah, it could. You be. don't. The World Cup's very unsure for him in two years, I'd say. Yeah. And for his own legacy, he's he's done himself wonders. I think in terms of, it's a bit like Haskell as a player was always a really good player, but I think he's more fondly remembered because of that tour to Australia just in. 2016, yeah. where he just absolutely smoked Pocock. Yeah, man in the series, <laughs> definitely. Moments can just make a career, can't they? Despite all your hard work doing other things. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, if, you know, you think of pre- previous Lions players in a similar ilk, like Simon Shaw would be a good example. Like, yeah, I was thinking Shaw. Like, definitely, definitely an Lovely. unbelievable player in his own right, and very good accreditation for England and club. But that that performance in a Lions shirt. Means. I think Sean Edwards called him the most underrated rugby player of all time. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so now you're, you're absolutely right. If, Courtney, if to... Courtney goes again next week and we and we wrap up the series, then 
then yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It could be a nice little, not quite a swan song. He's definitely got some more rugby to play, but yeah, but I think you're right. He could still be in the in the shout for the World Cup, but yeah, he'll be 30, 34. He doesn't this. No, no. Um, do do you want to see a bit more, a little bit more sort of enterprise attacking wise from the from the Lions, or are you happy with them just winning the penalties, knocking over the points, and winning the game? I think I think we I think we tried. It's just it's hard because they play such a tight defense. I think if the problem is if we make any mistakes, they'll they'll score. Like you you saw when on with you know the Colby knock on. Yeah, we made one miss pass and they they literally scored the night. Yeah. And that's the thing. They they're like a counter attacking team. So the less we attack, the less they attack. Yeah, and that's okay. how we stifled them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it was a very obvious, a very obvious game plan to just whack the ball a lot, just a lot of kicking. Yeah, what did he make a hoggy? That's an he was sort of a player that sort of divided yeah. a lot. So I, I at the time I didn't really think too much about it, but then I've since thought that when the when South Africa looked dangerous, it's when they got in the space in behind us. And then I thought, well, why why was there so much space in behind us? And that made me just question. I haven't watched it back, but that just made me question Hogg's positional play. Because um, every time every time they sort of got to the got to the wide channels, there seemed to be quite a lot of space just in behind for them to play into. Or even when they were just like, you know, little grubbers through in the middle or whatever. So I haven't watched it back, so I don't know. But I would guess that maybe his positioning wasn't really great at times because there was there did seem to be quite a bit of space in behind. There's um, a little bit of what I call Mike Brownitis where you just go off on a wander yeah. and get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like a, a Liam, oh, man, a Liam we'll, Williams. We'll, we'll, we'll see Mike Brown's debut, won't we? For the Falcons. Or is he banned? I don't know. Oh, against Quinns. Oh wow, what an opening day fixture. Unbelievable, Jeff. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um but yeah, I, I think actually, if you'd asked me if we were recording this before the team came out, I probably would have probably would have had like had a couple of quid on Liam Williams starting. I think I would have um, thought so as well because I would have thought a bit like with Daly, anyone who sort of didn't perform at a certain level would have went out. And yeah, I think he, he deserves a second chance for the bad luck he's had. To yes. be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I agree with that Mine, for sure. Oh, I'm, I'm delighted that he that he is starting. But I did think that that Williams might get the nod, um, but it shows how much I know because he's not even on the bench now. So he's been he's ba- he's basically been dropped dropped for Charis. So he'll be he'll be buzzing, I'm sure. There's another Falcons connection with Charis. Yeah, mate, they're they're all in here. I'm, I reckon we could we could get to every single player. Yeah, honestly, kind of we haven't we haven't recorded in a while. If, if Adam Radwan had be played in the Six Nations, mate, I think my money would have been in. Mate, let's talk. Let's talk about Radders. So, we have, yeah, we haven't recorded since he... We chatted about it off-pod, didn't we? But n- not since he yeah. absolutely ripped it up for England. Mate, he could, a- he could be first reserve. If someone goes down this week, he could be on the plane. I met the dream. Can you I don't imagine? think it'll pay out it, To be fair, mate, I knew he. I knew he was fast. I don't think I quite knew he was that fast. 
He's proper, proper wheels. The great thing about him is he was one of those players where he was all speed and he lacked a little bit of the sort of, you know, just some of the basic rugby skills. But he's been working with, you know, people like Alex Tate and Toby Flood and stuff. And he's now a really bloody good, a good rugby player. Just a good, a good rugby player. <laughs> he's yeah. gone from just being one of those athletic players to really cracking player. Well, I think we've compared we've compared him in the past to, to sort of Johnny May, haven't we? That just raw and that that we hope he follows Johnny May's sort of trajectory in in terms of becoming a, an all round player. And yeah, like you say, it looks like it's looks like he's going that way. I think like if we're talking about in terms of players who impressed for England in those two games, I would say he's in like him and Mark. Smith, uh, like two of the ones I would pick out is I want to see them in the autumn have a, a proper chance. Yeah, I'd throw um, I'd throw F- Freddie Stewart in there as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the back three is one of the main areas. To run. Yeah. Jack Knowles has been injured too long. Yeah. May's dropped off form, and Anthony Watson's just class, but he can't do it on though. No, no. Yeah, like a, a Radwan, a Hassel Collins. Yeah, someone someone like that. I'm really surprised Hassel Collins wasn't involved. Me too. Yeah, it would have been nice to see him go, but but hey, mate. If he start if he starts the season well, now he's been in the mix once. If he starts the season well again, then I think he'll he'll remain in the mix. But but yeah, we'll we'll see. Oh yeah, Falcons have just signed Nathan L as well, haven't we? It's yeah. gonna be like a Quinn's back three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Adam on one, mate. Might might you could. Might might chuck a fiver on uh, on Falcons to win the league, maybe. Who knows? Mate, we'll 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 go to the first game. We'll have a few beers and we'll put our life savings yeah, on it. Yeah, we'll get carried away when so they when be they beat Quins. Yeah. We just mentioned him then, but and this won't come as a huge shock to anyone that's watched any rugby over the last few months. But Marcus Smith is quite good at rugby. He's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he d- I'm he surprised that he didn't okay. manage to get on the bench. You know, I think you'll. Yeah. If we, I reckon, if we win at the weekend, he starts next week. I think. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love that so much. I would love it if he started next weekend. Be so good. Or he'll start Finn and have the bench. <laughs> start, mate. I reckon Smith at ten, Finn at twelve. That's what I reckon. I feel like. Do you feel like Gatland? Snuck into Finn Russell's bedroom and tore his ankles because he never really wanted to play him. I never got the vibe he wanted to play him. No. And this injury's just been such a blessing in I disguise know. for Gatland. Gats, Gats Do you know what would happen if he picked bigger over Russell after Russell had yeah. like tore it up? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you could be on something. And also, it's great because he can like throw Marcus Smith in, but without any expectation that he should play in the test. So yeah, yeah it's good. Um, I but, thought Smith was great in that match though. Oh, just makes it look just makes everything look so easy yeah he's just but so, he's also so, so entertaining good. which is what we need yeah especially trying to get new people in he, he is so entertaining but, but also with so much accuracy like it's very rare that he does something that, that goes wrong just he's just so flair that everything just seems to come off and he's obviously playing with a lot of confidence at the moment given his last couple of months but you know, like yeah. he gets himself in a bit of trouble, so just like punts like a side swipe cross field kick that just goes straight to Van der Merwe. Tries the outside break from 90 metres and sets up the try. Like he, just everything he does is so accurate and so good. Yeah, mate, he's, he's, he is very, very good. Probably one of the only disappointments of the tour is we haven't really 
have we got any real emerging star like stars really like out of this tour in terms of playing in the test matches? Yeah, the, Mara's in already terms of the tests. Um, you could you could say Van der Merwe potentially. Yeah, you know, he hasn't he hasn't played a lot of international rugby yet at all, really. Um, same with Cowan Dickey. You know, not a lot of England caps really. Like Cowan Dickey's a push out, to be fair. Yeah. I feel like he's he deserves he's finally getting the recognition he deserves, yeah. isn't he? And I'm really glad he stuck with him because he he was not great in the first half last week, unfortunately. Um, but then I feel like if he at half time you would bet money on him being dropped. Yeah, yeah. But then he comes back, nails that first line out throw. Sets up the drive, scores the try. Thanks very much. Can you believe my dad's mate had a tenner on Cowan Dickey for first try score? No, he didn't. Fuck off. He did fourteen to one. Bastard. I was when I heard fourteen to one. I was like, I should have money on that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Is he, you, I was saying the hooker's more likely to score than any of the rest of the forward pack. Well, at the most these the, days. Yeah, I was going to say, unless he's playing with his with his club cheese because. Sam Simmons gets on the end of all of those instead, but but yeah, it's, it's having a good shout from that, that lad. Fair play, good on him. Do you think, do you think that's good, like my one disappointment of the tour? Really, is that like so someone like Simmons or Reece Samet hasn't pushed into the team? Just... Me too. I'd, I'd have loved to see a bit more from uh, from Simmons. Really. Maybe it's because I'm not Irish, but because Jack Conan's probably the player who's stepped up and started. Yeah, I yeah. just don't know much about him. <laughs> well, he he's he's just like a pretty. I, I, he's kind of oh. he's kind of in the same mould as CJ Stander, isn't he? Really, he just he's a big hard bloke who just does his job really well. He doesn't do anything outrageous. I, I'd, I'd say have he's, you seen uh, that Tom Curry thing had so long how they've now become DJs together. That's quite funny. Have they? Scrum and bits. That's I found that little clip hilarious. I was like, thank you. God, there's going to be at least something good on the Lions DVD. I'm going to try and find. I'm going to try and find that now. I'll watch it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh God! Oh man, literally just got a tweet come up. Fifty-two days until the Premiership returns. Oh, there we go. We're nearly back. Here we go. Ty Furlong on how him and Tom Curry became DJs on the Lions tour. Oh god, that is that is a bizarre partnership. That is for me, like unexpected bromance. Yeah, although I've that's heard, one of the great things lines to us is the others. To be fair, I have heard that the current both Curry boys were a little bit a little bit odd. Bless them. It's it's overrated to be honest with you. Really, uh, the long and short of it is Tom Curry found Dex. They brought a lot of stuff over us just to keep us entertained. Uh, so Curry found Dex and decided he wanted to be a DJ. I was like, look, let's have a go. Bit of crack, trying to learn a new skill and what and what have you. It went terribly. And then we found out Josh Navidi, or Navici, as we're calling him, he's actually a DJ. He actually does a bit of DJing in clubs. So we tried to learn a little bit of him. We've done a coffee morning, heavily helped by Navici, and that's about it. We're terrible. I wouldn't be trying to sell any tickets for a night anytime soon. So <laughs> Refreshingly honest from Furlong. That is very good. And Josh Novici is is an outstanding nickname as well. That's really, really, really good. There's some good nicknames in that yeah. squad, I think. That is good. It's a weird it's a weird So I heard um I heard Ali Price talking to a to a rival rugby podcast. And it was a bit That's of a weird, weird one. They were asking him like what the crack was and you know, whether they were having fun and stuff. And 
you know, he's literally in test week, so I know he's not going to reveal too many secrets, but it did kind of sound like they're not really doing anything very fun. Like, I think it's, I think it is a very, very yeah, different... Like, but that's the tour. highlight I've managed to find. Yeah. The scrum and bears. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think it is a bit of uh, doing the job and the only, getting out. I think out the only there. beers night they've had is the players who didn't get picked. Isn't yeah, it, I, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it is. I think they... Turns out they had a... Uh, I think they had a few beers after the game and did a few fines and stuff on Saturday. So that's a bit of fun. But but yeah, in general, I think it's uh, I think it's quite dry, which probably means they'll win. But but you know, that's probably why they've been so good. Yeah, yeah, it could well be. Yeah, well, they're just, they're just in like the peak of a uh, peak of physical condition. I think at the moment. Okay, mate. Let's let's make our predictions before we head off. All right. So I think, what do I think? I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a Lions win to seal the series, and I think it's gonna be a bit more expansive. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be twenty six twenty two to the Lions. That's what I'm going for. I'm gonna go twenty eight twelve. Oof, to the Lions. Yeah. Okay, I punchy, punchy. I, I, like, believe, I like it. You believe, mate? I'm, I believe, but uh, evidently not quite as much as you do. Um, but I like it. I've got no problems with it. It's coming home. It is coming yeah, home. Coming Finally, <laughs> Finally, it's uh, coming home. Oh God, we shouldn't have said actually, that. Just before we go, actually, no, it doesn't matter. Because it'll be out of date. If we talk about the sevens from today, it'll be out of date because well, the sevens are on again tomorrow. I was just gonna give. I was just gonna give them a little shout out. I had it up we'll as give well. A little shout out yeah, for g- doing. Congrats! Congrats to uh, to the Great Britain sevens men's team for getting to the semi-finals uh, in dramatic fashion. They were was it twenty one nil down against America today, down. and then won twenty six twenty one, which is which is <laughs> fucking outrageous to be honest. But but good on them. They did it. Dan, I'm and whilst we're whilst we're on sevens, hell of a hell of an effort from Argentina to come from behind to beat. Uh, did they come from behind? No, they didn't come from behind, but they were man down, weren't they? A man down for a long time. They they got a red card pretty early in the first half, so hell of an effort for them. So I think it's GB against New Zealand and then Fiji against Argentina. So hoping for a GB Fiji final that'd be good fun. A rematch. Um, but yeah, good, a good, good suggestion to mention that. Right, mate. It's, it is absolutely wonderful to be back. Lovely to see your face again. I've missed you. Um, mate, you've got the flat pack ready. Yeah, mate. Got, I've got some Ikea furniture to build. Uh, so I'll go and crack on with that. Um, but yeah, mate, we're back. How good? How good? Just on a side note, have you ever tried doing Ikea furniture with someone else? It all seems to go a lot more wrong. Well, so what did we build the other day? I can't even remember what it is. Me and my, oh, we built it wasn't it wasn't IKEA. It was B and Q. Me and my missus built a barbecue the other day. And I'm a you know I, I'm a mod, I'm a modern day man, so it became pretty clear straight away that my missus was far better at following instructions than I was. So I just sort of like you know sat back, got involved when I needed to do it, it out. and that mate, that went very smoothly. So I actually might. I actually might wait for her to build what I've just picked up from Ikea, but or I'll give it a go and get it wrong and then get told off, but you never know. You've got a future as a project manager. Yeah, That's what it is, mate. I'm just the king of uh, the king of managing and delegating. 
that's what it is. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, that's my that's my evening. That is building some IKEA furniture. Have you got anything anything nice planned? No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> Get home for bedtime. It's gonna basically. go back and I'll go back and play some rugby twenty, rugby twenty or rugby twenty one on the play. <laughs> oh, nice. Very very on brand. Very on brand. I like yeah. it. It's awful, but I mean, I mean, it's great. Come on, sponsor the podcast, please, please get in touch. At, at what's up? Twenty-two. Our, here we go. What's our details? I don't know. At rock.co.uk on Twitter. Send us a DM. Uh, right there we go, mate. That is it for episode nineteen of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by rock.co.uk and Altius Images. You can find us on Twitter at rugby and Instagram at rock.co.uk. And you can visit our website, rope.co.uk, for all of the latest rugby news and features. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to, rate, and share the podcast. Enjoy the rugby this weekend, and we will see you next week. Bye.